is agonizing pain emanating from her females. In the South, and perhaps elsewhere, a girl or woman refers to her inner workings as her females. I have never heard a man call his workings his males, but it wouldn't bother me particularly. Over the years, my friends and I had gotten extremely clever with the writing of sick notes. I like to think it was the start of my professional writing career. Only then I was paid in sugar daddies or black cows. Some people are born to greatness, others have it thrust upon them. So it was that most of the dumbasses in my class would come to me for a great sick note. One showed me a note her mother had scribbled. Nobody's going to believe this. It don't even make any sense, whined Opalan. The note was truly awful, and no, it didn't make no sense at all. Written in Opalan's mama's sad little scrawl, it read, Please accuse Opal from gym class. Her period has done swoop down on her. From that day forward, I always thought of menstruation as a huge hawk that would dig its wrinkled yellow feet into your scalp for five to seven days a month and just sit there going, caw, caw, or whatever the hell noise hawks make. My mother, being willing to be a co-conspirator on keeping me out of school for important weddings of TV characters, has carried over to the raising of my own precious cherub, Sophie, who gets much of her own health information and life guidance from TV, just as her mother did before her. Family traditions are sacred, y'all. Sophie's getting a crash course on some of this stuff now that the nightly news has informed me that one in four teenage girls has a sexually transmitted disease. Altogether now, ew! Naturally, I summoned the princess to the TV so she could hear it from Brian Williams' own mouth. Mom, was the response, accompanied by a big eye roll. That's just gross. Indeed it is, little missy, I said. It's hard to believe my baby is going to middle school in a few weeks. It seems like only yesterday I was lying to kindergarten teachers about having to go out of town on business just so I could avoid having to bake shamrock-shaped cupcakes. Good times. And it really was just yesterday when the school nurse called to say that the princess had thrown up during human growth and changes class. Some students are just more sensitive than others to these videos, the perky nurse explained as I applied a wet brawny towel to Soph's pale forehead. One little boy actually fainted. I looked at the nurse for a few seconds, and I realized that I should choose my words carefully. I am, after all, a mature adult. What kind of perverted shit are y'all showing these kids? Yeah, I said it just like that. I'm pretty sure the nurse was considering recommending me for in-school suspension, but she knew my lumpy ass would never fit in that tiny desk. Listen, I happen to believe that schools don't need to be in the business of teaching sex education to children. That's what TV is for. Which is why I am making sure the princess learns everything she needs to know from a trusted, reliable source that stresses consequences. One Tree Hill on the CW Network. It's like human growth and changes, only it has an actual plot and the music is sick. The princess and I watch One Tree Hill together, which is my own way of educating her about nasty stuff. Sure, it's a slightly unorthodox approach, but OTH covers everything she needs to know. The perils of unprotected sex, the perils of drugs, the perils of ignoring the creepy goth kid, the perils of cheating at love and basketball, it's all there. Plus, it's filmed in my hometown, so I'm partial to its addictive charms. My idea? Ditch human growth and changes and show the OTH episode where Nathan had a suspicious discharge. Or maybe that was Brooke. No, it was Rachel. Whatever, you'd be scared straight. I signed my traumatized princess out for the day and drove straight home. I tucked her into bed, gave her a mug of tomato soup with a big crouton in the center, popped in the Cinderella 3 DVD, and promised her that she would never have to see a video about testicles again. 
When he got home from work, Dahubby naturally was thrilled to hear that sex education class had made his daughter sick. Men are so predictable. One thing was for sure, neither Soph nor the unfortunate little boy who had fainted during the sex ed video, the little boy whom my husband likes to call my future son-in-law, would get perfect attendance awards, not that she was ever in any danger of it. Back in the assembly, watching the idiot parents fist-bumping and high-fiving was making me sick. I was grateful that I didn't have to go to school with measles like my friend did all those years ago. The very word measles just scares the shit out of me every time I hear it. I had measles when I was six and remember it being a round-the-clock, itchy and scratchy show. Plus, it gives you rabbit eyes, and the virus means you can contaminate unborn babies and make them come out with extra noses or worse as Republicans. I can't believe what I went through to get that stupid pen, she said. My parents were assholes. Okay, that was actually me that said that last part. Giant self-absorbed a-holes. Hey, you know where most of the kids with perfect attendance pens are these days? Me neither.